This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. You may easily perceive, W.D., that I have suffered great and unparalleled misfortunes. Who the hell is W.D.? There is something called a book of lore. We're trying to search for it and find some kind of a map. Crusoe, get that map ready. We want to see that thing when we get back. You look like Pagan. I'm a changeling. We covered this. Get over it. Get up and fight. God, I wish this was your vo- your full-time voice. <laughs> you see that it is a, a very ornate invitation. Open me up, old sport. We find you, Penny, here with Crusoe on a walk. Wherever you are right now, I'm, I'm happy to be there. Cool. Let's just hang out for a minute. Marion, who told me that Robin says that they need they need you guys to come on in. They they're almost to a breakthrough with the with with the page. Penny, you and Crusoe disembark from the Pequod and walking up to the main part of this encampment for the Green Hoods, you see that the wind is picking up a little bit. And so as you two hurry inside, you see that you have just come right behind Bertram and Awen who are there. And in the middle of this room, it's, it's the very same room that the three of you first came into when you first met Robin and Marion and had that interview with them, so to say, and learned about the Green Hoods and this book of lore and what exactly they were doing on the island. But now you see that the center table has been wiped clean and on it rests that single parchment, that paper that was inside Crusoe's belongings inside of Monte Cristo prison. And Marion and Robin are just standing on the other side of the table, looking down on it. And both of them just their brows furrowed, faces of consternation. And as you three enter in, four, if I include Crusoe with this, they look up and immediately Robin's like, ah, great. I, I, I think I think we're on to something. And I, I just... More heads, better than two even here. We, 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 could, use, we could use a lot of your help. Uh, <laughs> one of us finally thought, hey, why don't we cast something like Detect Magic on it and uh, we got something out of that. So we're able so far to see that there, there's a little bit of a magic signature coming off of this. And, and it's, it's weird. Mar- Marion, you're the one who did it. What the hell is this? And she just looks up at you and and still even though she has found out something new about this parchment she still doesn't seem completely confident which is a strange thing because you're used to seeing a quiet confidence in her face she turns to you and says well the one thing we know is that it seems to be holding on to an aura of transmutation magic a very strong aura of it so much so that it's, it's the best thing I can describe it as 
It's like it's pulling, it wants to pull it in. But it's also calling for something else. And I can't quite grasp what that second element is. Did, was there anything you guys found in, in Fagan's uh, notes or anything that, that might have mentioned anything else? You told me that he was a part of the spotted hand and he was doing research, but that was really it because we had to jump into continuing our own research on this piece of paper that we're trying to make more than just a blank piece of paper. I did find, I did find this note and it talks a little bit about uh, blood magic and uh, a pen. And uh, here, and he hands over the note that they found in Fagan's desk. She places it flat upon the desk. It's just so that it's in between all of you. So once again, every time you've given her something, she makes sure to put it in between all of you. Of course, that would make sense. HS said that this is supposed to be Book of Lore, and apparently Book of Lore is where you... Put a drop of your blood on here, and it I don't I don't even know much more than that. Apparently it has the possibility of telling you about everybody you're connected to. Telling you your past, telling you I don't know, your future or what you're capable of. I but he had mentioned that blood was involved. You you said who? Who told you this? H S Robin cuts in. Yeah, um, HS is like our, our, our benefactor, the, the, the one who's, who just started this all for us. He, he's the one who's been giving us as much information as he can and has been leading up research for us as well. Uh, he's not here on the island. Uh, really don't know where he is, but his contacts have been good as info. It, he's the whole reason why Crusoe was able to really know where to be at the right time to get this own parchment. Yeah, he's he's the one who helped funded us and helped helped us find what we need to form the <laughs> the green hoods in the first place. How did he find you, or did you find him? Or I mean, uh, I'm a little bit confused. This guy sounds kind of sus. What <laughs> I, I guess because like he's not here and you can't see him, but um, the best way I could put it is he helped spring me out of jail. Uh, he helped get me to this island as well. He helped me reconnect with Marion. So I owe a lot to this guy. And everything he's ever delivered to us in, in information and intelligence has been spot on. Is it possible that we're riding around in his pocket inside of the bag of holding? Marion? HS isn't one of your guys, is it? <laughs> and Marion shakes her head just simply... No, it, I'm pretty sure we're, we're in one of the pockets of, of the, the Swiss family. Don't know which one it is. Maybe Hans? I don't know. They, they probably are switching us around at all times as well. But that's, that, that's not the main point here. It's, it's the fact that there must be some kind of link with blood and transmutation magic. What what is transmutation magic? I mean, I know I know what it is, but for the people in the room who don't know, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Bertram. You're welcome. Asking for a friend. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> transmutation magic is where you can alter the form of something, um, change its appearance, change its physical properties, and even more than that, but. You know, a, a simple shape water. That that is transmutation magic. Everyone so, just looks over at Penny. Suspect. <laughs> Wait, yeah, do, they, do they know? Do they? Yeah, do they know? Penelope, glares. have you? Yeah, I'm just like I just look points? over. Penny just opened the glares back. And then I, you know, you like make your eyes a little bit bigger. Like, come on. If you got something to say, Awen, just say it. Penny, I got nothing to say. That's not, I don't have anything to say about, you know, I keep to my own business. That's why you're shooting daggers with your eyes at me. 
I mean, I do like to push people in the right direction. <clears throat> you just go mind your magical mushrooms. I'll just mutter, mutter, grumble, grumble. <laughs> and then uh, Penny turns to Robin and Marion and says, it does seem like Fagin was doing some work, um, some work with blood magic, particularly changeling blood magic, which, as we all know, now it's not a secret that I'm a changeling. Because uh, Robin and Marion already knew this at this point, because Marion knew, and I'm, I'm guessing Marion isn't keeping secrets from Robin, correct? Marion just side eyes Robin, and Robin just gives you this look like, <laughs> what? You're a change. That's so cool. Uh, no, I just, you knew this. And Mary's like, Penny, I told you this was yours to tell. <laughs> well, wait, doesn't Pen- wait, doesn't Penelope look different now? So she walks in there looking like a different person and Robin's slightly? like, what? I'm trying to remember how I described it, but uh, and I'm so sorry that I'm blanking, but you I'm 90% your, yeah, sure. You let your hair grow out a little bit. Like more. Yeah, the a, hair was like a little fitting. different. She's the features were like a little different, but it still is like recognizably Penny. It's just like if oh, okay. Penny like grew maybe four years older. Like it's just like slightly sharper features. That's what I said, right? That's what I remember. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Um, and Robin, Robin would not notice this. Robin would not, Robin's like, a, you got a haircut when like eight inches are missing. Um, yeah. So then Penny just kind of looks surprised at Marion and she's like, oh, I don't know. I thought the partner rule was a thing. Okay, great. Yeah, no. Uh, so everyone knows now that I'm a, I'm a changeling and uh, I was hiding it for sneaky reasons that were mine. And it's fine because now everybody knows and it's no longer sneaky. <laughs> cool with me. I mean, I change into a fox on a regular basis. You could change into anything you pretty much want. Yeah, and then you Penny just looks hang back. Out more. Oh, very, no, very absolutely. We can both be foxes. And then Penny just looks back at Awood and just goes, "Yeah, yeah, trans. What you call it? It's not just me." And then points at just points at Robin. Very obviously, Awood turns into a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Great, we all can okay, do it. We get it. Everyone is special here. We understand. Fezzy Wig immediately just starts eyeing Awood. I don't walk need up, to get I into a up, urinating contest. I walk up smug to Fuzzy Wig. <laughs> chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> All right. So then uh, Penny watches for a moment and then turns back to Robin and says, so the work Fagin was doing was setting changeling blood and how it affects it. So I don't really know what the uh what exactly it's gonna do but and then she pulls out her dagger that she has in her shoe and then like puts Whoa, it in her hand. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I don't know. I yes. figure out like I just, I might as well just do this, right? Like about to just cut herself and put blood on the paper. This is what we're, isn't this what we're all talking about? I mean, if you want, uh, and you, you, you feel this like just steady hand on your shoulder and behind you, you see Crusoe has been like just standing there kind of looking at everyone like back and forth the whole time. Are you, do you even know this for sure? Do you want to just like, cut yourself like that well, i mean no no one wants to cut themselves like that but Awen was all side-eyeing me and Burge was pretending he knows what things are and he doesn't and i just figured we might as well get to it. that's what a leader does and then she doesn't go like as dramatic as she was hinting she just pokes a little bit of her finger and so there's like a couple of drops can fall like an insulin test yeah yeah so it's or less that, dramatic let's find out if you have enough iron in your blood and yeah. this is the part of giving blood that actually hurts the most yeah it's the worst <laughs> i did it up into my mid-20s so yeah so she just like pokes a finger and then squeezes a little bit you squeeze it where right. on top on top of the blank page so hopefully it'll get okay. magic right. slurped up blood bl- <laughs> the blood does drip onto the page and lays there in pools Penny's just sucking on her finger, like looking confused. And then she kind of looks over to Awen and is like, I don't get this magic stuff. Just keep sucking on her finger. Awen stands up on his hind legs and <laughs> just puts his hands on his hips. Mm-hmm. As a hedgehog still? Yeah, yeah, I'm still a hedgehog. I'm sure. seeing it. It's so cute. I can see it. It's really cute. <laughs> and then so the cute. book magically says, hello, I'm Tom Morvolo Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I have... I was, <laughs> I had to I had to keep that in mind when I was doing this. I'm like, let's not make this like Tom Too Riddle's diary. diary, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, you see like it the blood has dripped like the, you see maybe a, a few like splotches on the page. Mm-hmm. And the blood is there. It's just sitting. Uh, all right, girl. How about a little bit more blood perhaps? Maybe cut a little <laughs> deeper. Penny just shoots like just like shoots eye daggers at Bertram and it was like, "Why don't you spare some of your weird oil liquid?" I don't have blood. I just have oil, and I don't think that's what they're asking for here. Mm. But you did, Marion, you did ask for, you said spells. I mean, you, you mentioned shape water. I, I, I can do shape water. Make can the- no one else here do transmutation magic? Penny just rolls like her eyes, spell. still sucking on her middle finger, but pointing it very obviously at Bertram. Bertram, can you shape the blood? Can you shape the blood? Is it water enough for you? Can you sh- I'm choosing can- to believe that it's just chirps coming out. You can't speak. You can't speak uh, common in. You will tell me what. It's just like. No, you. Yeah, you are not able to actually speak common. When we're you in are a really good place tonight. I really love right what we're bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm just chirping at you. Yeah, you just hear the chirping of a hedgehog, but that's that's actually what he's probably saying in his mind right now. Marion, is that is that what you're saying? You, that no, you you've realized this, but no one has tried to do transmutation it, it magic. Was, no, it, it was just a moment ago. You saw the aha moment, right? Oh, um, that's what that was. Oh, all, all yeah. Right. So, if if one of you want to cast a transmutation spell, go ahead. Oh, all right. My time to shine. And I will take out. Bertram pulls out his quill. His and. I don't know. Is there any water in the room? Is there anything that I can see, or or is it just, or am I just casting it at the at the page and not? Am I trying to douse the thing in water, or am I just casting this? Well, whatever. I guess you're not going to tell me, so I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> this is me as the DM, just watching you. Like, uh huh. Let's see. <laughs> um. Hmm. I guess I'll just point the. Oh yeah. I don't know how that works. I guess I'll I'll point the quill at the page pretending like it's water like acting like it is and the kind of blankly casting that spell at the page you do that and beyond all odds you do it's almost as if the blood itself acts as the conduit of water and tell me when you shape water you think of a shape to put it in what did you do what what was in bertram's mind's eye to shape it into so I, I, so you're, I knew nothing was going to happen, but you're saying like in my mind, like if I did have water, what would I have shaped it into to mm-hmm. like hit? Um, I think I would have tried to, just, I, I don't think I would have tried to shape it that much more into like a, a jet of water that would just kind of splash at it and then, and just kind of douse the page. I don't think I was trying to like freeze water and like stab it or puncture it because I don't want to damage So you're shaping, page. you're shaping the blood because it, what I'm saying is that this, shape water beyond all odds actually is shaping the blood it's acting as if the blood is the water instead so what are you shaping the blood on the page into oh maybe a little man who does a little dance Hmm. maybe a heart yeah because you love penny so much those are all so good oh man what am i shaping the blood into uh 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 uh, 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 into a feather Okay. That's right. No, Cammy didn't like it, apparently. No, I'm so sorry. I still have a. I got sick at winter camp and I'm still a little. I'm trying. All those disgusting children. (laughs) I I, I said that in Bertram's voice. Oh, those disgusting children. (laughs) So, okay. You you cast shape water, it works on the blood somehow, and it changes these random spots of blood into this cohesive, simple quill of a feather. And then as it finds its final form, you see it solidify for a moment, and then the blood starts to glow and then lower into the page. And for a moment, nothing. But then the whole page beams and the light shines out of it in such a blinding array that you have to almost shield your eyes to keep looking at it. And just as it becomes almost too much for you to take in, 
the glow recedes and you see all that's left on the page are these words in what could be red ink, but you very well know that it is not ink. And Bertram. I first... Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know. You're still a little creature, I'm assuming, just standing yeah, there in the glow. As soon as the glow. As soon as the glow happens, I'm back into you the switch back. Okay. And I'm then Penny, back. as soon as the glow happens, Penny looks over to um to Crusoe and goes like, ooh, does your... Um, no, what was she going to say? I was going to say, <laughs> oh, okay. does your blood glow? But I just kind of said like, ooh, I don't know. I was trying to find the right response. I was going to do it to like Awen. a little like flirt? Okay. I don't know. It didn't work. Let's just move on. Well, <laughs> even as you as you have this really pithy excuse of flirtation or whatever the hell that was, you do look <laughs> down and you you look down and you notice that he had taken your hand during that just Aww, without thinking. That's nice. That's very nice. Penny blushes, and I reached, but no one sees And, and I reached out to grab uh, Awen's hedgehog hand. And you see that these words form what looks like a letter. Benamaki City, winter 1622, the third year of the founding. If this letter has been found, may it be held in the right hands. The foundations of the Book of Lore stand on pillars of sand, and now... Revolutionaries wait for our heads on a silver platter. But before it is completely forgotten, we created the book in a time when four civilizations had nothing but mistrust. A lack of ideas, a lack of knowledge, a lack of trade was transferred among us, which would have only led to isolation and solitude. Leaders from each sought connection through the sharing of stories, not once dreaming of its perversion. Now. The Book of Lore must be unmade in the same manner it was made. It is only now that I see plainly the goodness of the book's early days. How easy, how comfortably we shared ourselves. And never had we dreamed of how one of the four would expose the rest of us to division and troubles. And we now resolve that we should repent of our decisions and undo this artifact. But we cannot simply destroy it lest everyone be lost to eternal memory. Lest we be lost to the pages of history, the Benamaki civilization, the largest and foremost of the four, took the charge of leading the creation of the Book of Lore, and now shall lead the efforts to undo it. That which once comforted us, connection through stories, went contrary to our expectations. But we are not broken yet. And I believe with my fellow Master Mages that the time will come when we will heal. Time will tell if the four civilizations will come together again. But no matter, we shall set it aright. Combine the four letters and the Book of Lore can be found. Farewell. Well, that's not at all cryptic. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I'm here at the mid-roll to thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you're enjoying this story and where it's going, and I can't wait to hear from you uh, to see where you would like to see it go next. I want to also take some time right now to give a special thanks to Christy from the Civilized Podcast for lending her voice talents in the role of the Benamucky Mage. Really, really stoked that she is working with us, and I think she did an awesome job. So if you feel like it, uh, take another close listen. That is not me. That is an excellent voice actress who took some time out to bring really breathe new life into the role. I would also love to hear from you. 
Find us on social media. Find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Show. You can also email us. Our email is omamamshow at gmail.com. And in both cases, if you just want to drop us a line and say, hey, that always brightens our day. But also if you have any suggestions for future works for us to pull from, or you can give us ideas or theories of who different characters can be, who can be pulling the strings from uh, behind the scenes for the spotted hand. I want to hear from you, really. You're out there. You're not just shouting into an empty space. I am here. I am reading. I am listening. And I want to hear from you. So yes, and if you could take some time out, just less than a minute, if you can go on to where you are listening right now, for example, Apple Podcasts, and if you could take some time to rate and review us, just a few seconds to click on how many stars would be wonderful, but even a few seconds more to drop a few lines telling others what you're enjoying about our show and what you think about it so that more people can get their eyeballs and then their ear holes listening to this story. So thank you very much for that ahead of time. Now, before we get back to the episode, I wanted to take a moment also to give a special shout out to a podcast that I have been enjoying recently. It's called Dungeons and Drimbus, and it's an actual play D&D podcast. And believe me, you guys, they have some fantastic sound design. The elements just make the entire story come alive. It's so immersive, and I am loving listening to it. The cast is also made up of some professional actors who are also good friends, and the chemistry is so easy to hear, and it's so believable. In fact, it has me laughing out loud constantly for it. Each of their seasons has a new story arc. Uh, For example, the most recent one, season three, which is called Your Honor, um, has all the characters playing attorneys who attempt to defend monsters and dispense justice. It's really quirky, really innovative, and I think that you would really enjoy listening to it as well. So stay tuned after our episodes. You can hear a trailer for their third season and then go for yourself. Go check out Dungeons and Drimbus wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show. Can anyone make heads or tails of this? Well, for society, for what is a hard at reading? For civilizations. I don't have my cheaters with me. <laughs> don't got, I don't got, love my my cheaters in my other in my other in my other batch. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry that 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 made me giggle. That tickled me. Uh, Penny kind of nervously, just very confused, asked, "Is this one of one of the four letters, or are these? Is this another letter we need to find?" Well, it, it the, the the beginning of the, the the letter says if this letter has been found, it seems like a letter. Well, it is that, a letter. Uh, Penny's rules rights. I know it's a letter, Birdie. I'm saying is it well, one I'm, of the uh, well, letters? Hmm. Not every apostle letters. is a di- not every disciple is an apostle, but every apostle is a disciple. Gosh. What? Marion clears her throat. <clears> I I I think. I think this is one of the four, because why would they mention that they are the foremost of the four and that there are four letters? Mm-hmm. That, that it makes sense. sense that this could be one of them. All right, we got well, one. It says one it down, says guys. If you, if you combine the four letters in the Book of Law, can be found. Do, do we know anything from this single letter? Is there a picture or some arrow pointing to some place? Is this a piece of a puzzle that stands alone, or does it not reveal itself until all four are combined? Why don't the three of you do first? I'm going to have you guys do a couple different checks for me. Oh, shit. I left my dice in the other room. <laughs> you need your die! All right, keep, you can keep saying that while okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm going to have the three of you uh, do first uh, a history check for me. It's a four. So you have no history. I don't know anything. 
Uh, I got a 15. 18. Penny, you, you surprisingly have seen the name Benamucky before. Um, it came, you remember it actually from one of your, your heists that you did uh, for Fagan some years ago when you had to break into just a, a well-to-do professor's library and you were taking some of his old rare books for resale. And this was during a time perhaps when you were interested in reading, interested in learning more about uh, just things beyond the walls of Old Smoke, things outside of that. And so you had kept a couple of those books back for yourself so that you and the other kids could have things to read at night. And it was only months later that Fagan found out about it and thrashed you up and down, both physically and emotionally, um, before you had to give that up. But in one of the books, there had been some stories of old civilizations. And Benamucky was just one of those words that you thought was hilarious as a kid. Um, And you remember some things about this, that this book had talked about an old civilization. It talked about these people who lived in what would become large cities, and they actually were based out of the very area that would eventually house the larger metropolitan areas like Old Smoke, and that they were more of the urban planning type and the ones who would go on to start trade routes along the waters. Got it. Okay. Let the record show Penny still finds the name Benamucky funny. Penny kind of leans forward amongst the group and says, guys, I've I've heard about this. I actually I actually know this. I actually know this. This is this is actually. Old Smoke is built on like this is all built on what the Benabucky civilization used to be. I I read this. Yeah, I read this book. I don't know. I I read this book like years ago. Something we found, and it talked about this and these people who built r- really incredible cities that now Old Smoke is built on top of, and they they built along waterways, and they were. Yeah, no. This is this is something I've read about. This was this is a people I I grew up where they used to live. It, I mean, it seems like we have Betamucky's letter. Um, did you happen to read if there are any other like sister sibling communities to Betamucky? Hmm. Let me let me look deep inside for a minute and hear, see if any inner voice tells me otherwise. <laughs> inner voice. Yes, you remember that there were four, but somehow you just can't remember that much about them. You just remember that there were four. Benamucky had the funniest name. And that whereas Benamucky was the urban or urban center of population, more of the built up area uh, close to the shorelines, uh, there were those that were in different types of climates as well. Got it. Okay. Penny's like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. And then she looks bashful and she's like, me and the other kids to be reading and we get to Benamucky and we just kind of giggle and then get stuck there. But, but, um, there were other civilizations and they were in other places. But I mean, the truth is Benamucky is the only one that applied to me. I hadn't been anywhere else. So it's what I, it's what I cared about was these were the people who had lived in before uh, where I lived. These were the people who had seen the things I'd seen. So, but I do know there are other civilizations and they're in different, different places, different kinds of places. So I guess we have to go to different kinds of places to find him. Penny looks over to Mary and, and Robin. Have you guys ever heard of anything like this before? Have you heard of these things? Marion nods. I, I had read about the four civilizations, uh, even as a young girl. Uh, it was just part of my formal education that in the distant past that that is where really our land comes from that it started with four and then branched out from there but 
Yeah, I, I too didn't pay too much attention. And it seems like one of those as well that was so far removed and not much is known about them. Huh. So we found, we, fa- we found this page with Fagin stuff, right? Or did you guys have this page? I think, isn't this what uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Crusoe was kind of arrested for? I think Crusoe yeah, found Crusoe it. had gotten this from a tip-off by from HS. HS. Okay, sorry. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of papers flying around. <laughs> I'm having a hard time <laughs> tracking them. A lot of papers, a lot of initials. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have a theory. Actually, I do have a theory about WD. Is it Lady Whistledown? Go for it. Is it Lady Whistledown? For all of our Bridgerton listeners, it's Lady but, Whistledown, right? Great, cool. That's okay. You don't have to tell me. That's just my and then we know theory. who Lady Whistledown is too. Yeah, I mean, I we all we know very early in the series when that's like book four. But anyway, all right, that's fun for truly just me and you. Um, okay, then Penny and then Penny looks at Crusoe and was like, "Well, you found out about this from from HS, so we need three more. We need three more tips from HS. Does HS have three more tip offs?" We got to find Let's this go. before they do. This is how we find the Book of Lord. This is how we stop them. How do we find HS, Mary? Where's HS? And then she does one. Tell us right now. Where she like okay, punches. everyone calms <laughs> out. I like where your hearts are. Or maybe not your hearts, but I like you. And the energy is good. But let's calm down a little bit. I mean. Uh, yeah, can you just call HS and, and get them here? Does he or have like where, a, a phone just for him, like a device just for him that he rings you on? You assume, oh, you, it's a, like you assume it's, it's a man. Hmm. Wow. You, well, thank I you mean, for calling up my internal sexist, patriarchy. Sexist. I have to work on he, that. He has introduced himself <laughs> as, as oh. a man. Oh, so, yes. Um, but he he's not really able to leave where he is, especially since he is at the center of a lot of the political things he said. He, political things? What? Uh, yeah, he's just... He's not able to really reveal himself. To me? To us? Well, we can ask him to <laughs> Just <come> you. <laughs> how do you, how do you get in contact? How you, how are you in contact with this HS? <laughs> no. We, we send things through. Really, it's through the Swiss family. It, they're the ones who are able to send it through us. It's, there's a point of contact where... We leave things for him and he leaves things for us. So we can try and make contact that way. We can try and, and meet with him. I don't know why we need to meet with him if he's working with us. And he's well, that's giving the whole us point. as many tip-offs as he can. I mean, if we're able to give him this information, maybe he can do more research for us. Hmm. Maybe we uh, just go and have a little conversation with him. All right, cool. And then give him the information. Got it. We got cool our Okay, Awen. I don't cool think punching your. I don't think making a fist and punching your other no, hand no, is no. going I'm to make HS. That was me, Bertram. I had a moment in the woods. Oh, I'm sorry, animal. Penelope. That was me being aggro, but I was doing it more as a statement and an emotion rather than an actual desire to punch him. No. Okay, Marion, thank you for clarifying this. I got a little excited. You know, just breakthroughs are a big deal. Um,. What do we do next? I mean, we know we have the info. We need three more letters. What do we do next? Well, we also need to know what the other side's doing. You, you guys had mentioned an invitation? Uh, uh, something that you guys had found also in, at Fagan's that involved the spotted hand? Yes, a delicious fancy party that I know that we were all keen on going to. It sounded like some people from the spotted hand might be in attendance. Well, that, that would be that would be perfect, guys. Uh, is there a way that we could go to this party? I mean, where is it at? West well, they, at, um, at, at Mr. At a, at a Mr. J. Gatsby's Gatsby uh, residence. What Gatsby? I just told you, J. Gatsby. Oh, J. Okay, so that oh, that's a it's a guy's name. Jay or what? Why would you make that assumption? Why is everyone assuming gender? I'm just joking. I don't need to go go down that road. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, people, I I get it. Okay, so there's this person named Jay Gatsby. You're giving us initials only, and you're scoffing at the name Jay Gatsby. I'm not scoffing at it. But when we ask about an HS, you look at us as if we're. Imbeciles. I think no, we're getting I'm, a little 
I think we're getting a little distracted. There's a party. Why do we always go go up to eleven so quickly? What is, what is it about know. us that when and we're also, all together, we always go seriously? To whenever I meet Resonant with you three, energies. it's very combative, and it's almost like we're not working together half the time. Okay, let's come back down. That's that's a good that's a good point, Bertram. Let's come back down. Thank you. There's there's One a person the named night. Jay Gatsby, and he's having a party, and the spotted hand are going to be there. So we got to go yes. to the party. We have the invitation, so we can go, right? Well, not, not just them. It sounds like some other very like rich and famous and the the higher class, the higher tier people Bertram might said. be in attendance. Exactly, people who I've rubbed shoulders with, or I, I guess I should say I rubbed their shoulders as my jaw, but I was, I was there in the room with them. Uh, yeah, it seems like a, 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 a party that would only benefit us for, to going to. And yes, we have this letter, but obviously we're not Fagin. Who knows? I don't even know if they know what Fagin looks like, but we could go. We have the invite. I mean, I can also be Fagin. Purple Fagin. I'm not I've purple heard, anymore. Sorry, I've heard Am I not your purple? Fagin. I'm not purple anymore. Right? I've I'm not heard purple. your Fagin. Okay, put, put on that Fagin accent right now. No. Uh, hello, hello, nice to meet you. What is your name? Wait, wait, wait I got that as a changeling, my voice also changes with the person, the look I'm okay, changing Okay, let, 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 let us all, let us all, let, let's, let's all hear that, this accent right now. Okay, <laughs> hello, M- Mr. Fagin, is it? Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. This is complicated because Kimmy, the performer, cannot do Fagin, but Penny, See, this the changeling, like can do Fagin. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear that accent. <laughs> Watcher, Harry. Oh my, I'm Fagin and I'm angry okay. and I take the blood of children. Okay, she's still, she's still oh okay. She still got it. She still, so still got it. I like how you made him Cockney too. She still got it. Remember what else he was? <laughs> I love it. Go okay, with it. Okay, I think we're golden. In, we're golden mm-hmm. with that. All and, right, and I'll say, and I'll say for the rest of us, I'm, I'm not sure if that's one invite for Fagin, but if we can find a similar parchment to this invitation, I am very proficient in calligraphy skills. I could forge other invitations that, and we could hand them out to whoever would like to attend. Or I could just say, because Penny turned into Fagin for that moment, I could just <laughs> say it is as my plus nine. <laughs> nine. Crusoe, I'm Crusoe rolling me- nine I'm basically tonight. just doing Roy Kent now. Like, I'm just Roy doing yeah. Roy Kent. Yeah, that is just, Roy just, Kent. Yeah. Okay. You know? And at this point, if we, if, with you transformed into Fagin and everything, Crusoe takes like a step away. Like, whoa. No longer holding. <laughs> Penny just turns, why aren't you holding my hand anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This this is this is new Aaron for me in general. So hard. <laughs> this All is right. new for me in general. And uh, holding holding this guy's hand, I know it's you, but my brain is just short circuiting right now. Penny Penny just turns back and goes like, "I'm just kidding. I don't expect that of you." And then just turns back. Okay. Uh, okay, that's all funny. <laughs> <laughs> So soon after you guys had entered this room, the wind outside had been rising little by little so that in the less than a half an hour that you have been together, it is now blowing to a most dreadful hurricane outside. And if you were to look out there, you would see the sea suddenly covered over with foam and froth rising and covering the beach, the trees nearest the shoreline being torn up by the roots and a terrible storm just in all manner and form. And so this violent rain is setting the background for your new focus and giving you some time for this. And with that, Marion simply turns to the three of you. Well, looks like one of them might be taking a shower right now. Let's get you equipped. Let's get you some party clothes. And let's get you some cool new loot from Millie. Marion, Robin, real quick before we do, tell me... What do you know about WD? Have you heard have you heard of this WD? They look at each other and share a meaningful look 
and they look back at you as if they have something very intelligent to say. And then Robin says, Absolutely nothing. Who the hell is that? Hmm. It's just a, a lot of initials are being thrown around these days. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never, never mind. I'll, I, don't, I don't think it's important. Okay. I mean, the, why, why are you asking me this? Why are you asking us this? Well, you started throwing around an initial. Yeah, initials H- of HS of yeah, someone. Yeah, that, that's who, our guy. What, what's WD? Well, we've seen from Dr. Frankenstein's writings and or letters he's kept. Penny just things goes, oh, we've just found here and hands the note that has WD's reference that they got from Fagan. So Marion was reading over it. So what you're saying is that they keep mentioning WD in, in the journal, now in these notes, on that handkerchief that you had, Bertram. Whoever is this WD might be one of their leaders, or if not the leader? It sounds like we have an HS on our side, and they have a WD on their side. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I'd like to make a perception check. Yeah, for this one, you can do a perception. Um, for this one, you would want to do an insight, insight check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a 24. Oh, shit. She's genuinely confused. Oh. She was hoping that uh, she she looks like she was hoping that Robin would know, and Robin looked like she was hoping she would know. But no. okay, maybe ask your contact HS about what they know. Maybe they have more information. Okay, so let me just get this straight. You want me to reach out to HS so that we can find out more about the four civilizations. Um. About this WD shady character, mm-hmm. and also so that he can come here himself, and then Penny could beat him, even though he's nah. I'm gonna let him us? slide this time. That's I'm right. gonna let him slide. Okay, you got it all. the other is like, I got this, except for the beating. But yeah, okay, that, that's okay. That's it. I'm gonna let him go, but he he does some one funny thing, and you're gonna get those hands. He's gonna get those hands. It just sounds like if they have someone. On, on the spotted hand has someone instructing them on their side. They have we're their own HS. All, yeah, we're going to need all the help of HS that we can get. Okay. All right. I'll see what we can do. But this is huge, you guys. We've found one of the four. And if there are three more, hopefully the other side hasn't gotten anything yet. But that's what the three of you can find out if you go to this party. Okay. Let's get you suited up. by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. 
That's why they worked quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building in Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infection, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday, wherever podcasts are found. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So this is the end of the world. Pretty weird, right? I'm Hannah. I'm sure you've probably noticed by now. I'm a zombie. Might even be the last one. From the creator of Redmond Born and... Cybernautica. I can't exactly control most of the things zombie me does. I'm basically what amounts to a backseat driver in my own body. You learn to kind of just go with it after a while, I think. Like, do I feel bad for eating a family of four when I was new? You bet. Not exactly my favorite memory. <laughs> Anna is living her best unlife, while unknowingly being on a crash course with Callie, an explorer desperately seeking to leave her mark on an American wasteland that seems to be all out of new discoveries. One might say that it's the comics that got me into this, but between you and me, I'm gonna blame the McSodas. No sense in ruining everything I like in one day. Together, this unlikely pair team up against the dangers of (sighs) post-apocalyptia. Okay, okay. This thing is not playing around at all. Sometimes I miss the old days. Killing zombies for upstart communities, now that was a lot more simple. A lot more ethical, too. Wouldn't you say so? Don't you think it's a little more ethical to kill a zombie than just some stranger on the road? Apocalypse, A story about love, death, and robots. Just not the next guy.